It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. What up? Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to this. Hi, Ben. I am here. Awesome. Physically. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Operation Babble season three of this show. Holy crap. Why are we doing seasons? That's something I just decided to do. Um, so, so, so it's a new year, too, dude. It's 2022. Yeah, it uh, to date the show it's 2022 <laughs> an even year an even year nah. well maybe tiny, it'll be even two. better then right <laughs> or even worse <laughs> <laughs> only time can tell anyways welcome back everybody to operation babble i am of course mike shrews here with my co-host tivis and uh today we are going to talk about spider-man what is the name of this movie again? No Way Home. No Way Home. Um, so Which, uh, this will include spoilers for pretty much everything involving the MCU at this point. Yes. And uh, if you have it or avoiding Morbius, the trailer, we're going to probably touch on that too. Yes. So we'll be talking about basically any comic book stuff that has been released so far, movies included, or trailers included, I mean. Um, and we might even talk about Hawkeye a little bit here. So if you have not watched Hawkeye, which it was a Christmas show anyways, so you probably should have watched Hawkeye. Um, just go watch Hawkeye. Yeah, Mike. So... Uh, so Hawkeye spoilers, <laughs> Spider-Man spoilers, pretty much everything leading up to Spider-Man spoilers, possibly, um, in the MCU, um, Venom, any comic book thing you can think of spoilers that's out already released, officially released. We'll if say. you're not caught up, you probably shouldn't listen. <laughs> yes. We don't want to ruin anything for anybody. Um, that's why if we've also care, waited. Go ahead and stay. Yeah, and that's also a reason why we waited a little bit longer to do this episode as well, uh, not to mention the holidays and... Yeah, I was going to say one of them. All the other stuff, so... Um, yeah, so we will dive into that uh, after I let you guys know. You can find us on Facebook uh, at Operation Babble, and you can also join our Facebook group at Operation Babble uh group is literally what it's called um if you go to the facebook page our main facebook page uh you can find the group that way or you can just look in the description of the video and or audio that you're listening to we have it in your there. uh creativity with naming is it knows it's no bounds it's gone down a lot lately um i've had too many too many things uh we have two well, things. It's Operation Babble Group. Like, what, what am I supposed to name it? Come on, man. Like, the fun zone. <laughs> we'll change the name later. Until then, <laughs> it's Operation Babble Group. Uh, you can. We probably won't. Just yeah, we probably won't. Uh, you can probably. You can also find us too on Twitter. Uh, very rarely, and um, do we post on Twitter? It's usually yeah, to let you know about the show and stuff. So. All right. Um, with that said, uh, you can also find me and Tivis 
on another podcast that we recently started called The Munster Cast. I believe we talked about this last uh, year for our Christmas episode. Uh, if you have very not, uh, well named, yep. Uh, <laughs> if you have not checked it out, look. I ran that name through many a people, <laughs> so <laughs> I gave them multiple options for that name. We, I went through groups of people to get that name good. <laughs> um, so uh, if you have not checked that out, it's The Monster Cast, and it's on all social platforms. Well, Facebook, YouTube, in, uh, Twitter, and Instagram, and... Um, uh, the page is also in the Facebook group page as well for Operation Babel. And then uh, we are on all streaming services, just like Operation Babel is. So if you want to check that out, if you're into the monsters, it's literally all monsters. It's nothing like this show where we do a crap load of tangents and comic booky There's stuff. There's some tangents. And, but not as many, I'm saying. And usually the yeah, tangents revolve the tangents of revolve around the topic being discussed. So with that said, again, spoilers for all the comic book stuff, movies, and trailers released. And I apologize because my allergies are kicking my ass today. <laughs> um so let's dive into Spider-Man No Way Home. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I'm not going to say it again. Spoilers. All right. Tivis, let's go. <laughs> now that All I've right. talked for five minutes. <laughs> so you want to do the stuff we like and then the big problem we have with it later on? Because I'm going to let you guys in on a secret. Yeah. We both love this fucking film. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's big problems with it that we'll get into, but mm -hmm. it's just oh, minuscule in comparison how much fun this movie is. Yeah. Oh, they definitely get you with a lot of uh, nostalgia factor, I'll say, too, oh, with yeah. this one, There's for sure. There's no way this movie should have worked, no. like, at all. No. Previous comic movies that include this many characters have not done well. Yeah, yeah, there's fucking, what, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve main characters, I want to say? No, thirteen, if you include JJ, uh, J. Jonah. So you got about 13 yeah. mainish characters. Uh Happy, I guess 12 because Happy's not really in the movie a whole lot. Um No, but neither is JJ. <laughs> yeah, but he's a big part of the film though. He, he is. is. But I mean, so. if we're going by just how much screen time they get. So you still got about 11 main people though. Yeah. Oh no, 12. I forgot Dr. Sh well, no, Dr. Strange is barely in it too. <laughs> I forgot about like <laughs> yeah yeah he gets sidelined um, yeah so let's dive into this film uh we start off right where we ended with the uh credit scene mid -cre or end credit scene for Spider-Man um Far From Home oh where, you wanted to do a breakdown of this oh well I'm just saying well that's where we start this movie off at. Oh, okay so uh and and we dive into like the whole Mary Jane that these people knew that she was dating Spider-Man just because Spider-Man dropped her off. Is that what I'm gathering? Because they're like, oh, she knows Spider-Man. She's mean, dating Spider-Man. I'm like, have not you seen Mo? Mo you haven't seen Modoc, have you? No, I have not watched Modoc yet. It's There's on Hulu. an ep episode where uh, this lady meets uh, Wonder Man. Uh huh. 
it, they literally just have a conversation and all of a sudden it's all over the internet that they're dating. And she's, you mean the person I'd literally just spoke to for the first time? Okay. So. Yeah, I guess. They, so that's how most uh, paparazzis and shit are. Oh my gosh, this person's dating this person. Yeah. Yeah. But these people literally just saw her standing in the street. Like how many of them were paying attention to Spider-Man dropping her off like 10 minutes ago? Or five minutes ago. Yeah, that's a good question. It is New York. They kind of. They don't give a fuck. I've seen those. <laughs> what happens on those subways. Those people ignore a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is a world that is already known that all these superheroes exist and no one really pays attention. As you know, this in Hawkeye, no one really gives a fuck about Avengers, really. Um, so. No. He does get a free meal, though. Yes. Yes, he does. Okay, we'll give them that yeah. oh, one free meal, which is a really <laughs> expensive meal too. Be, uh, we'll go into that later. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So I I just found that awkward for me at the moment, but I guess thinking back to it, like in that retro and perspective and everything, yeah, I guess like oh my gosh, they're dating because the superhero dropped her off. Like, but no one thought about that about Lois Lane and Superman, did they? I don't know. Maybe because that was a bit more publicized since she was, you know, a known reporter who re- talks about him often. Right. Okay. Okay. So where do you want to go from here? Because this is like, like the blow up of everything for this movie. They do a lot of fat. This movie is fast, bro. Like it is yeah. fat. Like it has a few slow times, which is needed for emotion. But other than that, it's pretty fast. And honest to God, there's no time wasted in this film at all. No, no, I don't feel there's any wasted time at all. Um, there's a few like clips here and there that you could be like, oh, they could cut that. They don't need that. Well, but why? Like <laughs> it helps move the scene along, you know. Um. We get Spider-Man being bombarded by everybody. Happy, oh, yeah. Happy and uh, May broke up. Well, they were never really together. They just stopped yeah. doing it. It was a fling. He <laughs> thought it was a thing. Yeah. Which is usually how it works, too. <laughs> uh, um, all right. So yeah, let's get it, into the uh, Peter Parker is so Spider-Man. This whole let's, thing is it's based on. The uh oh, fuck, what's the comic called? Um One More Day? Yeah. That's the one you're talking uh, about, right? Yeah, which which that's, anyone who has well, Go on. Go ahead. I was gonna say that's well, the was, one I was thinking about when I first saw the trailer was One More Day. And then I saw a bunch of people posting about it after the movie came out. So I was like, okay. So I was right. I haven't read that in a while, but I don't know how closely they go with it. Yeah, uh, not not that closely, because in that comic. Uh, all right. So that takes place after Civil War in the comics, which mm-hmm. uh, Peter reveals his identity to comply with the new laws. Yeah, so because he's originally on Iron Man's side and then joins uh, Captain America afterwards, where he's like, no, this is this is fucked up. We're beating up our friends and yeah. locking them in a jail in a horrible alternate universe. Uh the negative zone for anyone who's 
just curious. You mean it wasn't the and, arc like the movie, man? <laughs> yeah. And, and so because of that, one of his oldest villains, which is the Kingpin, mm-hmm. which is someone we have seen in Daredevil, the, the Netflix show, which is still MCU people. All the shows are oh, canon. Oh, they definitely prove it. They definitely prove oh, it. Oh, yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> in, in one week, they definitely proved it. <laughs> Let's yes. just say that. Uh, and so he hires a, uh, hires a hitman to take out uh, Aunt May, which mm. they do. And Peter is pissed. He goes ballistic, loses his mind, goes to Doctor Strange like, hey, can you do something about this? He's like, yeah, no, not really. Sorry. Right. And then he gets approached by Mephisto. Mm. Which is why everyone thought Mephisto, Mephisto was going to be, be in, in everything this past year. Everything in 2021 was Mephisto. Maybe yeah. it all was. Maybe we'll get a big reveal at the end of this phase. That it's all Mephisto. It was Mephisto all along. <laughs> He's like, Look, your aunt will be back alive, but I got to take something in exchange. And that's going to be your happiness, basically. You have one day with your wife, Mary Jane, and then everyone's going to forget about you. She will. All that history doesn't matter. The person writing the comic didn't want to write it. He was forced to by the person in charge of Spider-Man at the time. Mm. So he was just basically like a big fuck you to them. <laughs> like, you know what? We're getting oh, rid was, of everything. He's, he's gone on records. Nobody likes this story, by the way. Not the, the readers. Mm. Uh, anybody, the executives, just this one person wanted it to happen because he wanted a clean slate where Spider-Man wasn't tied down in marriage. Right. That was a mistake that they corrected over the next eight years and finally got them remarried. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which which it's kind of interesting that nobody in Marvel really cared for it, yet they stole so some main points from that story for this yeah, movie. It, they actually improved it in this one, yeah. I think, a bit. Uh, again, we'll get to the problematic stuff later. Uh, and... So that's where this comes from. Mm -hmm. And in this, I really like how in this movie, it's more of he can't separate stuff in his life. Like he's used to life or death stuff as Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And so he goes to the extremes to solve the stuff as Spider-Man. Well, now he's got a problem as Peter. Right. He's going to go to the extremes instead of just dealing it with it how you should. Mm hmm. And I think because it's really cool that this movie and Hawkeye came out about the same time mm-hmm. because and Hawkeye, there's no coincidence in that the Hawkeye deals with it in a different level of like, you know, he's supposed to be a nobody. He's not supposed to be seen. He's not. He's he was trained to not be seen. And yeah, then he's a he was seen, shield infiltrator. Agent. But but he still is able to live like his double life. In a way, but he's also not being, you know, it, it, in Hawkeye, if he was called out to be Ronin, then they would have the same situation where would he be hunted or not, even though he was killing yeah. nothing but bad people. So you have that issue it, there. 
but where Spider-Man... And we kind of see that that problem with Hawkeye, too, because, I mean, yeah. how many times in these movies has he retired to spend time with his family? Right. Right. Because so, he was supposedly it, retired in... Not Civil, Civil War. War. No, it wasn't Civil War. It was Age of Ultron. No. It was Civil War. No, it was Infinity War. That's what it was. Infinity War. Because he was in well, Civil War. He mentions that he's he came out of retirement to free Wanda from the complex or compound. Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, they also say in Infinity War that he wasn't there because he was with his family and then Ant-Man yeah. was on house arrest and shit like that. So they like gave up their Ant- shit. Yeah. Ant-Man was trapped in another dimension. Not that time. At the end. Well, sometime between then. It- when the snap happens, that's when he gets trapped. Yeah. Which is at the end. Anyways. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I don't. How do you. I've heard this term thrown around. Um, okay. Apocalypse fatigue ever since Endgame. It's like every movie has been a world ending event. Uh huh. What do you think about that? For in terms of this movie or in terms of the Any other of them, ones? Like uh, Black Widow was kind of that. Shang-Chi was definitely that. Eternal was wasn't. wasn't. What's that? Black Widow wasn't an end of the world thing. That was they yeah, were just killing really, people. And they were yeah. like uh, control mind control. That wasn't an end it, of it the world thing. Worldwide catastrophes. It wasn't world ending, but right. Well, Eternals is definitely a world ending thing. Yeah, um, same with Shang Chi or Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Well, we pronounce this version. Both sh- are correct. Shang-Chi is Sean <laughs> um, yeah. is uh, that would be world ending, but it wasn't on Avengers level threat on f- at that time. Um, wasn't it? It was like Cthulhu. Yeah. But they were in a mystical world where or not a mystical world, mystical, mystical place where no one else knew what was going on except for the people there. So no one else really knew. Um, but would it been what do you a, think would about it have been a world threat though? If the Avengers knew, if Thor came down and just was like, "Fuck you, I'm hitting you over the head <laughs> with this hammer and or no axe now," that would actually be a hilarious ending, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're putting an end to this. <laughs> but uh, you see what I mean, though. Like a lot of these movies have been. The world is going to end. Yeah. And how do you do you think that's a major problem with these movies so far? I definitely do because of the way they've built the infrastructure within the MCU. All the MCU characters know each other. So it's like, okay, like I even had the issue with Hawkeye a little bit where it's like, okay, these things are happening Especially if it's a world-threatening event, why the fuck are the Eternals not trying to get more help when they know there are Avengers and other superhumans out there? Hulk would have been able to help the Eternals. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, so when you have these world-ending events, it's like, okay, well, why are you not reaching out to everybody if the entire world is literally in peril? Like, (laughs) um, we need to work on that a little bit. So there is that issue, uh, but in the comics, they've done the same thing where, you know, the, the X-Men are dealing with the end of the world at one time and another group of people are dealing with the end of the world in just another 
continent or something like yeah there's always something like that you can always put it up to like those things there but within the way of the how they've built the mcu up it's like they know these people everyone knows who the avengers are now there's no reason that there shouldn't be a massive group of people helping fight these things uh especially with this movie with spider-man like he knows all the avengers like dr strange like he literally goes to dr strange uh, to help him uh, but he do, knows do like all, all these other ones to help fight with a ben nice do you like how he gets the idea from little witches with goatees yeah yeah that cracked me up um but let's the big the one of the reveals that wasn't necessarily a massive reveal but when i was in the theaters it made people go fuck yeah oh all right yeah let's get into that when deadpool or deadpool daredevil (laughs) wrong dead d (laughs) when daredevil Daredevil shows up specifically just matt murdoch as his lawyer yes with the blood red glasses and everything um, catches a brick because he's just a good damn good lawyer yeah well you know this he and peter had his hand up at the exact same time to catch it too so they were both mm-hmm. on par with that so uh, yeah it that's uh that's something they've explored in the comics a lot their reactions are almost mm-hmm. you know well you got the spidey it, sense versus the heightened senses which you could say that's what a spider sonar. sense is <laughs> This isn't Ben Affleck Spider or Daredevil. <laughs> he doesn't have sonar. <laughs> At least they haven't explored that part yet. <laughs> He's got fire vision, if um, you remember. So we have we have that reveal, which was kind of cool because I I honestly just thought they were fucking with everybody for a lot of the reveals that they did in this movie. I didn't think yeah. they were gonna happen because I just thought it was gonna be hype built to build the movie up so to get butts in the seats and not actually i didn't think this movie was going to deliver an entertaining film for me honestly yeah I, they don't I didn't really have uh, my hopes high for it they yeah that's i don't i was hopeful because i mean spider-man i just the tom holland movies have been mm. really fun i i like toby uh andrew was great but Man, did they just they fucked him with the stories. The the scripts fucked him and the director fucked him. (laughs) I don't know if it was Mark Webb, but it was definitely Sony getting involved. It was definitely Mark Webb. You have the fucking name Webb in your name and you fuck a Spider-Man movie up. How fucking you should. I will say, I think he did the best that he could with what he was given. Well, fuck them. And they didn't even use his name as a good marketing. What the fuck is wrong with them? I'm sorry. Sony, you're pieces of shit back then. He might still be, but still, like, I like your Venom movies, but okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's. Yeah, Uh, and we don't even they don't specify this, but it's kind of unspoken that he's Uh dealing with this for months because it goes. Yeah, like the summer is roughly when. uh, 
Far From Home ends and this big reveal. And then it's after Halloween going towards Christmas because there uh, there's a line in there where they're saying, you know, take down the Halloween decorations. And we hear Christmas music playing, which we all know actually begins October 31st here in Mm -hmm. America. Yeah, Uh, because the Halloween decorations are what sparks him to go and see Doctor Strange in the first place. So it's October Uh, when this all is happening. So October... It, the, the the timeline is unspecified as for how long it takes for all this other stuff to play out. You would like to yeah, think I think it'd be safer to two, say it's, but it, the main plot begins sometime in November at at the earliest. Yeah, because we end the movie around Christmas time. Yes, definitely around Christmas time. So, um, and, and yeah. Uh, but the way the reason I ask you about apocalypse fatigue is because mm-hmm. uh, while we did get Hawkeye, which is a very nice companion, because that is a condensed, you know, uh, street level show that we have not seen since the Netflix shows ended. Yeah. Um, I feel like even though this was, you know, the world is ending type story, it felt. Smaller, like very personal. Was for this for spider-man or for hawkeye yes for spider-man okay uh can i say one thing i did find annoying in hawkeye it's because you 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 know it's christmas time there yeah and you know spider-man ends around christmas time are they the same year Mm -hmm. so why the fuck wasn't spider-man going to these big ass explosions to try and help spider-man lives in new york he should have fucking been there I mean, this is it's just, this is an issue with comics the all the time. The shootout took forever at the end of <laughs> Hawkeye, bro. Like, don't get Spider Man could have been there in five minutes from anywhere in New York City. <laughs> no, this is a again a bigger issue with just comics in general. But it's matter just, of fact, he swings by that same spot. Conveniently, yes, he does. <laughs> Sweet. What if I just thought about that? He fucking swings by it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just one of those convenient. I mean, yeah. it, we got that after Avengers. Like, that's just a. Yeah. Why didn't anyone go and help Thor with the fucking Dark Elves invading? Um, well, that know. does. That happened super fast and they were jumping through portals. So that explains Thor. Thor is very explainable because they they say it takes place within like 20 minutes. All right, what frame. about the fact that Tony Stark's home literally gets bombed and no one goes to help him? He his home gets bombed. They find they they think he's dead. He's declared dead. So who are they going to help? He didn't reach out. He should have reached out. Actually, when he got back in touch with Pepper, Pepper should have reached out and been like, hey, Cap, Tony's alive. Can you fucking help him? But everybody thought Tony was dead in the third Iron Man movie until the end this is a true story sir i know i'm trying to think of another one but the only other one i could think of is guardians which is in space so. right <laughs> so they they did a decent job of making it aware of why these things were able to happen in those two movies at least um yeah winter soldier would be another one i would say uh where that were one, they uh, that one i can see because it's more shield internal problems yeah but there's still attacks being happened on the streets and stuff you think that would be on the news yeah 
But as far as like the shield stuff, yeah, I can understand why, you know, Iron Man's not there or anything like that. Like he was pissed on of them after the Avengers. So <laughs> he was pissed on. <laughs> he was pissed on. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> he's pissed at them after Avengers. So that would explain but, that shit. Yeah, I was just impressed with how. Because it's like you see all of these big losses in all these other movies, you mm-hmm. know, Avengers, uh, Age of Ultron, like countless people, nameless amounts of people die. This film has like one person die that we knew, and it is more impactful to oh, yeah. not only the character, but us. There's some issues to <sighs> like, it's heartbreaking when you think about it. So oof, towards the end, we'll go to that. Yeah. Or we'll discuss it after the movie, I guess. Um, repercussions from this movie, I should say. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, there's a lot there's of a lot. them. <laughs> um, so they. All right. What is uh, Dr. Strange performs his stupid. S- spell. Spell. Stupid ass spell makes Which, no fucking sense. If you notice, he says, you know, you've changed the spell five times. Peter only changed it four. No, he says, he says, you changed my spell six times, and Peter says five. Five? Okay. Well, yeah. it was one less, whatever, strange. So yeah. that means Strange must have changed it himself at least once. Yeah. People have speculated that Strange maybe made it so he wouldn't forget who he was. Which but I could believe. I, I can understand that. Uh, especially given the ending um but it also the ending also isn't it makes no sense why we'll he, he reacts that way but okay <clears throat> um and uh he contains this spell in in like a little glowy tube kind of like from what if if people yeah, have watched what exactly if exactly like the, what if yeah it's a little dome thing from what if that um again we said spoilers so uh for everything marvel <clears throat> and it's like the what if thing like where uh who was it uh uh killmonger and um uh zola uh zola, zola ultron vision hybrid thing got trapped because <laughs> it's like ultron and vision's body but zola's controlling it so i'm like what <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, yeah no i get what you're saying uh, yeah they, they were trapped into that thing so that's exactly what he trapped his spell into um which what was his plan to get rid of that spell before well, he put it in that box thing with the reset button eventually that was the he whole does plan. eventually and that just deletes the spell i think yeah so it, weird that you need a button <laughs> to get rid of a spell, but okay. I hey magic creates convenience. What's more convenient than a big red button to push? <laughs> <laughs> that did the same thing in Doctor Who. I'm not even joking. A box became a giant red button. Oh gosh. <laughs> anyway. So uh we get the reveal that doc ock is there because spider-man's trying to get everybody back into college well his friends because yeah yeah they're they're considered um accomplices accomplices. in the murder of mysterio yeah or or in public opinion i should say we should say in the court of public opinion they are deemed 
bad. And, and Matt good. Murdock even says that he got speed uh, speeder. He got Peter off. <laughs> yeah, he did. Of, uh, <laughs> I'm laughing because I called him Speeder. Well, uh, I'm laughing because you said he got Peter off. I know. Uh, he got. He was found not guilty of killing Mysterio, but he's yeah. like, there's still the court of public opinion, which is clearly not good because a brick comes through the window at that exact moment. Yeah. Um, and and they have to go to a safe house, so they go to the happiest place and yeah. chill out there. Which... which ha- before we go on from this, uh-huh. Happy is in trouble because some Stark tech went missing. Yeah. I've heard some speculation. Do you think this is set up for Iron Wars and not just the make anything machine we see later in the movie? Or Armor Wars, whatever I called it. I assumed it was just the machine that's I there. thought that too, but it makes a lot of sense if we're getting, you know, Ironheart here next year. Um... I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I would assume it's just It'll that. It'll be interesting because, to see if this this comes back. Yeah. Uh, if anything, I think by then we will be, <clears throat> it will be a warehouse of shit that the government confiscated that Ironheart will find most likely. Oh, you mean like the Disney warehouse? Yeah. As seen at the end of uh, Indiana Jones. <laughs> So I, I think that's what it's going to end up being is like a confiscated warehouse of uh, Stark tech shit that she finds. And that's how she puts mm-hmm. her suit together. Because, I mean, in the comics, she found an Iron Man AI suit. Yeah. And then Tony it, talks to her. I hope to God they fucking put Tony back in there as an AI. That bro. would be awesome. RDJ back in like it would be so cool. And I wonder if he's an AI. Would he still remember? I was going to bring that up once we got to the <laughs> the spell portion of all this, but yeah, I'm just curious if that'll come back around at some point right. or not. Cause I don't think it so. Felt like a weird, like, yeah, it's a joke. Like, Oh, happy's still in trouble, but also it's weird emphasis on it. Yeah. That I felt went beyond just the make anything machine we see later on. I think it was the the machine because the machine has the uh, arc reactor. Arc reactor, yeah. And maybe it's just the arc reactor, too. Because what happens to the arc reactor at the end of this movie? We don't fucking know. (laughs) Because it just falls into the wrong... We don't don't know where it goes, honestly. So... um, Going back to Doc Ock, though. What'd you think of that? Because I know he was in the trailer. Um, yeah dude i did I, I had no thought in my mind this entire movie about how they de-aged him yeah yeah i it was so well done yeah it, it was it was pretty good um i like that they oh, doc I, I like the that character and of course for most people spider-man 2 the original spider-man 2 is usually the the best one that they say there is so mm-hmm. for not bringing in that doc ock you'd be fucking stupid not to with the story oh, yeah. that you're and, doing and it was a, a brilliant idea to have him be the first one you see as well oh yeah yeah um especially for Even how they set him his up line mm. Oh, the sun in the palm of my hand. No, the what did you do with my machine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he just... He, I, I would have liked to see how these people appeared 
into this universe that would have been interesting but we don't really see yeah. that um is it like terminator style <laughs> um so we get that reveal and i love that the fact that they're like they they make fun of how basic his equipment is because Tony's equipment takes it over like instantly. <laughs> yeah, which I I saw some people having problems with that. It actually has precedent. If you go back, it was built on Oscorp technology, which is nano machines. Yeah, it's all nanotech. Well, mostly nanotech. It's na- yeah. Oscorp specialized in nanotechnology, which would <laughs> work with this stuff here. But also, it's tech from a different universe, so also it could I mean, be taken over yeah just the fact that he gets the bluetooth enabled uh, like paired new paired device yeah uh, it's it's so dumb but it works really well and 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 it goes from like a very serious scene to like comedic almost instantly as soon as he's paired up mm-hmm. at first i thought the nanotech were being picked up by uh doc doc yeah. by himself i thought he was controlling the shit but then uh when peter took over i was like oh that's kind of cool and then they went to humor <laughs> um <clears throat> and then uh they what is this this is the reveal well semi-reveal of green goblin we see the mm. bomb thrown and then boom yeah from the trailer peter's in fucking the dungeon now of of uh the house dr strange's house i should say um and uh then we see the lizard is in there already so we didn't even get to see him get captured uh and it's the lizard from the amazing spider-man the first one um the first one and and they made him look almost exactly like the crappy cg a a little bit better yeah he was altered a bit yeah I think for the betterment. Right. Uh, it's just a shame that the, the actor himself didn't appear in this movie at all. Right. Yeah. They, cause they show him later and it's yeah. just footage from the previous from Amazing movie. Spider-Man recycled. And, and you can really tell too. Like I didn't know that story going in and I was just like, when I watched it, I was like, these are literally the same shots and like almost the same lighting on him as before. So I was like, they just reuse that shit, which I mean, it, it makes sense uh, on a financial way because Sony owns the shit. They can do whatever they want with it. Yeah. But at the same time, you're kind of like, well, kind of sucks for the actor. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, just the villains in general. Like, we get to uh, Electro. Mm-hmm. He gets his body back. He's not the dork from Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Uh, and his electricity, because it's a different universe, the electricity is a bit different. Uh, it's now yellow instead of blue, which I think is just a uh, way to gloss over the seizure problem they had with the first <laughs> appearance <laughs> of him. Uh, and yeah, I, it was a nice explanation, but also more importantly, it was great to see Flint Marco come back. He was my favorite mm. part of Spider-Man Three. I mean, he's the best part of Spider-Man Three. Yeah, it's got to be true. 
Like, like he's the only character that actually had any levels in that movie to him. Yeah. Including Spider-Man. He didn't really have a whole lot of levels in that film, unfortunately. So he danced like a douchebag with his emo haircut. <laughs> I thought his back hurt. Why was he dancing so much? If his back fucking hurt. <laughs> What's wrong, Toby? You can dance from years of swinging. Man. No, like in real life. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I know. He was. You know, he was almost replaced. Who he was almost replaced with? Don't you? Who? Uh, I. I could be wrong, but I I heard the name uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh God, no! That would have been bad because Jake Gyllenhaal was like pretty boy then. Yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah. That would have been bad. Oh, thank God that didn't happen. <clears throat> There's a lot of jokes in this. Uh, sticking with the villains for now, though. The, 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 I love how they've got redemption arcs for all of them. Uh, and they we even immediately after the bridge scene, the next time we see Goblin, he's breaking that stupid fucking mask. Because oh. why would you ever put William Defoe in a mask? Right. And especially because in the original Spider-Man movie from, was it 99, I want to say? Um, he didn't. Yeah, around there. He was in the suit the whole time because he didn't trust a stuntman to do the mannerisms and shit yeah. right for him. He did his stunts in this one, too, as much yeah. as he was able to. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like every every scene that you, almost every scene that you see Green Goblin in, in the first one, it's actually Willem Dafoe in there. And uh, because he wanted to make sure the mannerisms and everything were done properly. So he's a great fucking actor, dude. Like, uh, why would you cover up that face, too? Especially when he's got that face already to to yeah. not, not expression. detriment to him. I don't want oh. people to think I'm saying he's ugly or some shit, but like he's got the, the, the facial features to play off crazy, bro. And, and Dude, I, this movie was full of so much facial mm. acting. It, it's the performances were amazing, like phenomenal yeah. all around. Yeah, it, it's one of those films. Oh man, I I really want to. I really just want them to drop it on Blu-ray already, so I can watch I it know. again. I got the Steelbook image behind me. I don't know yeah. if this one's going up as video or not, but I love this artwork. Yeah, I um, I. Now, the the acting in this movie is phenomenal because all the people that they have on screen acting are great actors in general. Um, oh yeah, th- there's only a few parts where I'm just like, really, guys, that y- you went with that, <laughs> but okay. Uh, uh, the the relationship too that you see on screen with Peter and uh, MJ mm-hmm. is awesome, and we forgot. And this is the first time we see that MJ's last name is Watson it's in Watson. this movie, universe. Yep. So it's just a different, uh, cause she's still Michelle Jones, right? Michelle Jones, yeah, Watson. Jones, Watson. Yeah. So I don't know if that's her middle name or her last name's hyphenated. They don't really, they don't really, I think it's just Michelle Jones. Yeah. Watson. Cause she says, I don't want to be known as Watson, which we kind of got a hint to that in the Toby movies, but her dad is an asshole. Yeah. So maybe it is. So I kind of think they're hinting at that in this one too. Yeah. 
that would be a very hmm. yeah we'll see uh, we might not ever see these people again <laughs> i highly doubt that but <laughs> maybe not for a while uh and ned ned gets magic in this which is hinting mm. to his hobgoblin uh persona in the comics yeah i really thought he was gonna be the goblin in the in this movie bro really yeah. thought so because <laughs> they didn't you see the goblins uh bombs and stuff in the trailer and again i only watched one trailer and i don't even think i heard willem dafoe's laugh in the trailer that i watched yeah it so was i was briefly like, at the very end like subtly yeah so i was like i wonder if they're just gonna make him you know the goblin and in this movie. everyone was wondering about that second goblin we saw which just turned out to be william defoe yeah. <laughs> but in a more comic accurate costume with the the purple and green and yeah oh. with the cape look or the hood and everything yeah yes i like that oh and the fight scene with him and peter holy shit when he takes him to suplex city yeah <laughs> we're gonna repeat it like suicide squad through the floor dude <laughs> And, and it shows you that that scene in the apartment shows you how much strength the goblin actually has because he's taking the same oh, yeah. hits as Parker is or Spider-Man. Victoria turned to me and she's like, I didn't realize he was that strong. I'm like, oh, yeah. The, yeah. In the first one, he gets that serum that increases his strength. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just. The, the big reveal with uh, Aunt May that this is the origin, like all three of these movies were the origin story we didn't get to begin with and how it comes yeah. full circle from him being Tony Stark Jr. to being the Spider-Man people wanted him to be this entire time. Yeah, it, it's just it's, it, it was. <sighs> I know this wasn't the plan from the start, but holy no. shit, did they pull off this amazing arc for spider-man so you yeah. call it an amazing spider-man oh <laughs> um, i might no yeah the the whole um aunt may delivering the line of uh it, f- my dog is going crazy <laughs> sorry the delivering sorry. the whole line of with great power comes great responsibility uh, which is a death sentence always always a death sentence um as soon as she got hit though so the glider i I instantly knew i'm like they didn't show it but i'm like he has those spikes on it from the first movie that's how he dies i'm like she got hit with those (laughs) uh the spikes don't hit her though i think they did i think they broke her spine is what happened would she be able to stand up? Because she was fine on adrenaline until it wore off. She was bleeding. I think I that's from know. the stab wound. I'm not sure. Maybe. I think Disney's just too afraid to show that, Like unlike Sony. Well, they did show blood. Yeah, they did show the blood, but not the impale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't know what this means if there was an Uncle Ben or not in this I don't universe. think so because uh, we no. never hear a mention of Uncle Ben. And no, not at all. I feel that she was supposed to be single or some shit yeah. for it. My dog is going crazy town right now. <laughs> it's, 
Hey, it happens. We got we live with other things. It happens. Uh it yeah. I didn't even finish my freaking thought on the the villains, the the fact that they <laughs> yeah. all got redemption arc. Like there's just so much to enjoy about this. Oh, I, the nice like, thing they is took, you uh, get your first one with uh Doc Ock being reprogrammed i guess the chip gets yeah. fixed for him which, which was i guess nice. i will admit isn't as impactful as in the end of spider-man 2 where peter's like you're a good person like what the fuck's wrong now with see, you now see we'll get to that because i have uh uh my own head cannon for all this stuff now <laughs> all, so, right, all right um uh go on elect electro being told you know you're not a loser man like you're an awesome guy you yeah yeah i love electro as uh because this is at the end that's at the very end (laughs) yeah where he's being told that but electro's like man you were from from the uh bronx and from this and you were saving people and helping people i was like i thought you were black (laughs) it's like it's clear (laughs) alluding to miles oh yeah and I'm wondering if we'll get Miles in the MCU um, soon or not. I, we know he exists. Does Sony have his film rights for live action? They have everything to do with Spider-Man, so. Okay. Except for clearly Kingpin. Because Marvel used Kingpin without Sony. Yeah, it might be one of those shared things like how uh, Some of the Quicksilver villains. and Wanda were. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Because he may have started off as Spider-Man, but he is head to head with Daredevil a lot, especially when he becomes head of the hand. Who's that? Kingpin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we'll, oh, Flint Marco, he finally he's just a you know regular dude again. He can go and be with his daughter. Yeah. And actually, you know holder and stuff like oh that that seems still heartbreaking in the first one with the ring and stuff mm-hmm. where you can't uh, you jumped all the way to the end by the way <laughs> i'm just covering the villains man I, okay uh the lizard doesn't really have an arc he's just the lizard again <laughs> which he turned human in the his movie too again so yeah it really they, didn't they even literally say that i i've already done it once i could do it again yeah uh, they really don't do a whole lot with him um electro just gets his like nice little moment he clearly he doesn't need his glasses though anymore because before he had glasses in the other movie well his entire body's different yeah so uh and i love when he gets a hold of the arc reactor because it's a new element Mm. like this didn't exist in his he's like this thing is awesome yeah well, and that's also the arc reactor that Tony, the element that Tony found in Iron Man 2. So it's yeah. 100% new to almost everybody. Yeah. Um, and, and he really dug the power being pulled from that because it's unlimited power, too, as far as I remember. Uh, obviously, the two front runners for main villains are Doc Ock, but Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. Like, we see the the fight within Norman Osborn's head as he tries to combat the insanity. Yeah. 
and, he and plays well, it I mean, off so well. Like he changes his pitch on a dime when you, like yeah. you could tell when he switches between personas. Yeah. Which is nice because uh, he gets that like grittier voice. <laughs> yeah. Um for uh for the goblin. But it it was nice to see him be himself because we never really got to see Osborne be Osborne and be this do the science stuff and all that shit without really being corrupt in the first yeah. movie. Because the first we movie we'd really you got to see him. He met Harry for a little, or not Harry. He met Peter for a minute in the first movie. Yeah. And then he's in his lab and he's doing these experiments because people won't, are pissing him off and he just wants to get it tested now. Yeah. So he does it himself. Um, and then in Amazing Spider-Man, we don't ever see Osborne because he's dead. <laughs> he dies in yeah, like well, the first Well, we see him one, as an old man. Or second on one. On his deathbed. Yeah. So, uh, and then Harry takes over and kills Gwen, which is, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm so glad they didn't bring that goblin into this. Uh, <laughs> uh, it just, we kind of see a little bit of the struggle at the end of Toby's movie where, you know, it, it, they kind of play it off as a fake out, mm. but now with this new context, it kind of adds to that scene even more. Yeah, I don't know how else to say that. No, you, um, you got it. And not even we haven't even gotten into. I've been kind of holding off, but Toby and Andrew showing up in this movie, like I, how Dude, they the just stepped theater, back into their roles. The theater, bro, was crazy when oh, Andrew yeah. showed up. The <laughs> I knew instantly way. it wasn't Tom crazy even more when toby showed up i was like oh shit and i was one of those people i know you kept saying they were gonna be in the movie you kept saying it i i said probably but as time went on and we saw no images or any leaks or anything i'm like well shit maybe they're not and they were both really good at saying fuck off we're not in this movie no we're not in this movie (laughs) mostly andrew (laughs) yeah but because he had other movies this year so he had interviews and the paparazzi were going at toby too a few times but it's like she's a dangerous game to play with him thought they were just using the villains from these other movies to trick people into thinking that these two guys were going to show up when they showed up. I was happy as fuck, dude. And, and Andrew's performance. Oh my God. Don't like, I wanted to cry for him, bro. Like I, I really felt that this third Holland movie was like a redemption for all the Spider-Man shit for their thirds. Cause Toby's third one got so much shit for it because it sucked so bad to a lot of people. I'm sure there are people out there that like it. And Andrew didn't even... I enjoy it, but there's no denying it's not good. Right. And Andrew didn't even get a third one. And I felt it's also uh, redeeming for Tom Holland's Spider-Man because you're finally getting that Spider-Man arc. We see he lost his aunt may instead of uncle ben yeah. some people wanted to Everyone, say well tony was his uncle ben i'm like no 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 it's not the same impact yeah it's not the same 
as that. And Tony didn't say with great power comes great responsibility. Mm -hmm. Tony didn't do all these. He saved the entire universe. Uncle Ben dies because of an action that he chose to do. Aunt May dies because of an action he chose to do. Yeah. Tony didn't die because of an action he chose to do. He dies because Tony's Tony. In, in in this movie though, the action that he chose to do was also brought on by her. Yeah. Well, but no, it's also her she action. didn't tell him to go do the spell. <laughs> yeah, so. that's true. The spell was not her thing, but trying to redeem these people to save these villains was her yeah. her um uh uh whatever <laughs> it was her doing she she said no you need to do this instead of yeah. like she implanted it in his mind and she encouraged him and she helped him and all that stuff so in a way yes he is responsible for the death period but she is also responsible for making sure he knew what was right whether or not what was right would make issues or problems later on which i mean you gotta think about in in the long term of life sometimes we gotta do things that may not give us the best outcome later but they are better for humanity or better for ourselves or things like that so yeah don't mean the way they go about (laughs) some of this stuff like they reference like real world things like the fact that Toby Spider-Man has a bad back from yeah. uh, not only that time he fell in the car, but the actual Toby McGuire's problem. Mm. Uh, and uh, when Andrew Garfield first shows up, MJ throws bread at him, which is, <laughs> uh, I didn't know this at the time, but I read the story afterwards. It was uh, Amy Pascal, the president of uh, Sony pictures went to Kevin Feige and is like, what do we do to make a, the, our, you know, the third amazing Spider-Man hit, like we're clearly got a problem. What do we do to fix this? Uh-huh. And he said, let me do it. And she threw a sandwich. at him. <laughs> so it's kind of funny that he's not only referencing that stuff, but he is fixing all of Sony's problems with those movies all yeah. in one go. This movie is a miracle. <laughs> yeah. This movie really should never have worked. Um, no. <laughs> and, and the fact that, you know, they finally ended up having him basically do, you know, I mean, it's still Tom Holland's Spider-Man movie, but it's, yeah. it's also the other guys' movie as well uh, towards the end, you know, like it's the end of a trilogy. It corrects two other franchises mm-hmm. and somehow does a team up that everyone was calling for, but was worried would be screwed up because Sony. Yeah. Or never <laughs> Which, would happen. Ever. How many times did Sony have to tell us it was their movie in this fucking opening and end credits? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were <laughs> like, nope. Uh, Sony's name is on all of this, sir. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's just it's crazy. Like the the redeeming factors for the meta stuff and the the movie stuff, it like movie <laughs> world and everything. It's just so great. And I think that's what makes this film really cool. I'm not saying that there's not shit wrong with it. I get that people. We'll get to that. But <laughs> but for the nostalgia factor, for the redeeming of the characters, for the redeeming oh. of the actors themselves even cuz there's even a spot in there where uh Andrew and Toby are talking 
I want to say Peter. Oh, the and Peter, banter but is great. The banter is great, but there's one spot in there where like Andrew is just like, "You guys are, you guys are so much better than me," and all this and that. And and Toby's like, "No, dude, you're amazing." Like reiterating because like everybody do- did like Andrew, as a most a majority of people liked Andrew yeah, as Spider Man who have good taste. Yeah, we we liked him as Spider Man. He just got screwed over. So it's oh, yeah. like, no, dude, you are amazing. Like, we got to reiterate that sometimes to these actors, too. And and, and it's kind of nice that it's Toby, the first Spider-Man, saying it to Andrew, who felt like he got the shit end of the deal and stuff, even though he really loved Spider-Man. Which is really cool to see that. And and then I like the scene where all three of them are together. Yeah. And... uh comparing notes of what they've done like like the, what's the craziest thing well i fought an an, an alien of, of black goo alien <laughs> and, and the, then tom's like i fought an alien in space and on earth <laughs> a purple alien in space and on earth yeah. andrew's, <laughs> andrew's i fought like, a guy I've, in a robot a rhino robot yeah. costume and i want to fight an alien and then and then toby's <laughs> delivery on this he's like wait 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 i i want to go back to you fighting on in space. <laughs> like <Yeah>. he's like <laughs> it was funny as hell. And uh oh. another one was uh when they're making their 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 cures for these guys um mm-hmm. in the lab, they did the gag, the the three Spider-Man gag where they're <laughs> Peter. Oh yeah. <laughs> they're point they do the pointing gag that is like all over the internet. If you've ever seen like the three Spider-Men like pointing at each other and shit. Like they even included it in uh what was that movie? Um Into the Spider-Verse at that very Into the end Spider-verse. with uh Spider-Man 2099 showing up in the little image too pointing. <laughs> um but they did that with this one and it was really funny because Which I was waiting that was actually for a tease to the second Into the Spider-Verse, but Yeah. But I was waiting uh, for that. I, I was waiting for that, like, in the spider just, costumes. But they didn't do it. But they did it in the lab, which was kind of cool. Yeah. And then the, you the, get the reveal. Where's Toby's webs come from? Yeah. <laughs> and, and then they make a discussion about it later. Not only, like... And even when they move away from the discussion onto another topic, Andrew Garfield is still staring at Toby's wrist. Yeah. And just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, they they when they're setting up their traps and stuff at the Empire or not Empire State Building, Sta- um, the new Statue of Liberty, Statue of Liberty, according to Hawkeye, with the uh, with Cap, Cap Shield. Shield, which I'm assuming by Hawkeye it's finished because even Elena and Hawkeye, yeah, they had to put it back up. There. Yeah, she says that she wants to go and see the new Statue of Liberty with which, the shield. I don't want to go on too much of a tangent because I do want to hear where you're going. But okay. do you think instead of giving those, you know, uh, re- uh, reparations and, uh, uh, you know, uh, money to refugees that was supposed to happen in Falcon and Winter Soldier, they're just like, hey, new statue. Because that's how our government works. Oh, probably. <laughs> Most likely. Uh, that's but, Yeah. What are you talking about? 75% of the budget that they say is for uh, COVID vaccines are probably going to make us a new Statue of Liberty right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Moving away from our actual the black government. budget. <laughs> you got that black budget. They they know what they're doing with that money. <laughs> they just don't want us to know. Uh, where are you going with this, the organic web yeah, shooter? The, um, so when they're back on the Statue of Liberty, uh, they are they end up bringing up the shooters again, <laughs> and they're like, "Does it come out of?" anywhere else like like, how do you make it like do you think about he's like i i don't really think about it It just happens it's like i don't think about breathe about breathing (laughs) and then uh i think it was holland he's like well does it come out of anywhere else like or is it just the wrist (laughs) they should have been like well i guess you have to ask mj (laughs) See, everyone immediately jumps to that, and I'm thinking like actual spider coming out of his ass. <laughs> uh, and the oh, I loved the scenes where it's just Toby and Andrew talking as well. Like yeah. when they first meet, they you know, they do the whips at each other with the sp- the web. It's like oh, you guys have dealt with clones before or something. <laughs> uh, and then later on, where he uh, Andrew offers to crack Toby's back. Yeah. Dude, there's so many scenes though where Andrew, his his delivery, made me feel his emotion. Like so, when they first arrive to meet our Peter Parker, Holland is on top of the school building. I want to say it is. I and not sure what building that I is. I think it's the school building because it's later or beforehand. That's where they were when they mm. went up there. Um, and Ned gets up there, so it has to be a building he could get into. So. Uh, they go. Up I like there. how they point out they all have brooding buildings. Yeah, and um, Toby's like, you know, I I watched my uncle Ben die, and when Andrew does the, like Andrew lost Uncle Ben too, but his yeah. big hit was was Gwen. Gwen, and and his face, dude, like every like i feel so bad for him like it made me feel like it made me feel hard inside Uh, later in the movie when he catches mj falling in a similar fashion bro i teared up i was so happy and sad for him at the same time Mm -hmm. especially when you see his face if you know like the fact that he like curls his body to do a bigger jump instead of relying on his web yeah he this time it, it was the time where it, he didn't rely on the web and relied on catching her yeah because and, and, yeah uh, zendaya's reply this is, are you okay <laughs> because it's like you could just see the pain and stuff and it's like i yeah. you know and only people that have watched those movies too are going to really understand yeah. it a whole lot and like, i was going to mention that later towards the end but i uh-huh. think that's one of the deterrents for this one for being one of the all-time best is the a lot of the emotional weight from it relies on you having seen and remembered those movies. Yeah. Unfortunately for my wife. <laughs> she only remembers bits of them. <laughs> yeah, it was uh we watch them all the time, like all all the other the other five, I should say. Um yeah. six if we include Spider-Verse. Uh, we but we've watched them a bunch, so like I knew it, my kids knew them and stuff like that, which was nice. Yeah. But it's just still like, yeah, for people that haven't seen those, especially like 
we're what 20 some years removed from the first movie yeah and uh for the younger people that n- their parents may never have gotten them into those movies or they never watched which, those movies shame on you which uh, it, you're a bad it, parent it would be <laughs> it, i find that it would kind of suck going into the movie and watching it but maybe watching this movie will make them go back and watch those other ones too yeah. so you you find new fans and new uh new movies based on doing something like this too i love the hints that we got to what happened to those other two spider-men in there like you see andrew show up in his costume which Mm. they don't talk about but it's well actually with him they specifically say you know he put himself more into the spider-man world than anything else right like he's no longer pulling his punches he's frankly getting mean (laughs) and bitter which i kind of want to see that version of spider-man like he said he Mm -hmm. did do that and it took him a while to get back out of that he did say that but i i kind of am interested to see that that version of a spider-man where it's like he just he doesn't hold back because if spider-man punches you punches you especially if he's just getting a street thug or something they're dead (laughs) like they're just dead that's true in everything like uh, there's there's a really good run of Spider-Man in the comics where Doc mm. Ock like takes over Peter's body. Yeah, and it's called Superior Spider-Man. Mm. And he's like he goes to stop his first bad guy, and he like breaks the dude in half. He's like, "Oh, I am much stronger than I thought he ever would be." Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's one of those things like. I kind of want to see that, but I also, at the same time, I'd rather not see that because mm-hmm. what kids are going to want to watch Parents aren't going to want to watch their kids watch their hero beating yeah. the fuck out of the people, you know? So I'm kind of glad they didn't do that. You just, you, you, you hint towards what this Peter Parker has been through and yeah. that he's really not Peter Parker because <laughs> of the path that he chose to go down to for the longest time and everything. So, and I'm curious if their their Aunt Mays are still alive or not. Well, I have a feeling Toby's isn't, but uh, <laughs> I think maybe not. The actress is still, you know, around and yeah. acting. And I'm a bit sad she didn't have a cameo in this, really. Uh, but speaking of Toby, when he first appears, he's the dopey ass character. <laughs> we remember yeah. from him and uh the fact his goes a little less spoken but mm. the fact that he's in normal street clothes i got the feeling that he's leaning more into the peter version of his life rather than the spider-man yeah he talks about how him and mj are still struggling to make it work which is repercussions of what venom the you know the actions he took while being possessed by venom right and, <laughs> your dog has something to say about that one and it, it it's just interesting that you get these two aspects one who has decided to go basically more spider the other one who went more peter mm. and then you got tom who's trying to balance them both. in the middle yeah. struggling he wants to live both lives but can't do mm. it and they're showing you look it is hard <laughs> like yeah that, that was a nice one especially with uh seeing the older toby older so with the villains it were led to believe these villains are all plucked out of their realities 
at that time that we last saw them, basically. Yeah, shortly before they would have perished. Right. Um, they Except don't say for in, Flint. The, yeah, Flint. <laughs> yeah, you don't see when he was supposedly plucked out of his universe. And the lizard, because he and didn't the lizard, die. lizard, right. Um, but, so we get those guys plucked out at that time. It appears that these Spider-Men were plucked out in the future time, too. Mm-hmm. So... I'm wondering yeah. because a lot of these guys were plucked right before their death. Were these Spider-Men about to die too? I don't know about that. <laughs> just I think it was just convenience for their age, which yeah, I think only added to you know the time lapse from when we last saw them as well. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that they didn't de-age the Spider-Men, but they did the villains. That was yeah. Great well, had choice. To, most of the villains were dead, anyways. <laughs> but to not de-age the Spider-Man, we get to see. Oh, hey, they're still alive. They're still doing mm. this stuff. They're they're still Spider-Man. Yeah, possibly a Spider-Man in, that we might see in movies later. You know, who knows? Yeah. Uh, I love the three of them trying to figure out how to work together, and uh, mm. Tom being like, "You guys have never worked on a team before, have you?" Yeah, it's like, don't He's worry. Like, I don't want to brag. I'm a member of the Avengers. Yeah. Awesome. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a band? Yeah. Dude, are you in a band? <laughs> like in the middle of a fight. Like that. Oh, that's Andrew again. How well he played Spider-Man. The quips mm. immediately. As soon as the, hey, uh God, what the fuck's Electro's name? It's like, hey, long time no see. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, um, um, uh, ma, 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 Marvin, Marvin, yeah, is yeah. that his name? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, it just perfect all around, and the three of them swinging through, like when they finally start working together, like, mm. uh, was it? I forget which one. I think it was Tom went further ahead, and then the two of them shoot their webs at him, and he uses his momentum to pull them forward. And- yeah just uh, max it's max max that's it i know it started with an m yeah i um their whole the whole fight scene at the end was fun to watch uh their clips their fighting styles were almost matched about the same um and you even got these parts where it's like they're all Spider-Man, so they're all kind of doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like the they the one Spider-Man gets clotheslined <laughs> by its by, by the other Spider-Man swinging the cross so fast <laughs> with his web. <laughs> Actually, I think it was two of them got clotheslined by uh Holland's Spider-Man, if I yeah, remember correctly. Yeah, they were really uncoordinated there. <laughs> yeah. Um and and then once they get coordinated and start working as a team and and uh everything like that then uh then we get get some stuff going. I'm curious because they say Spider-Man 1 was Holland, Spider-Man 2 was Toby and Spider-Man 3 was uh Andrew. Andrew. I wonder this could be many different things. Is that the order of best Spider-Mans that Marvel is trying to tell us in terms of grossing and popular rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Okay. 
What if yeah, too, that was a what if it's also state. what if it's also Holland Spider Man one was the better Spider Man of the other two, anyways. Toby's Spider Man two was the best. Two. And, and three never got made. Three never got made. It, that's also like all of those things fit. I kind of would have liked it, the numbers to be reversed, but I do like how well it works. Yeah. Uh, you know, Andrew being two and Toby three, because, you know, Toby had three movies and to- Andrew only had two. Yeah. Oh, I should. I thought it just should have went also, in order. He was the second one to appear in the film. So it should have just went in order. Toby one, Andrew two. Garfield or uh, uh, Holland three. Yeah, you gotta make the home play, the you know, home field advantage one. No, that's how they do it in the Flash. He arrogantly calls his Earth one. Yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna be all confused now at moving forward as to what Earth is six one six because we're told the MCU universe is six one six. No, that was. They got rid of that. Yeah, that was an executive who didn't know any better. Okay. They come out and said, don't listen to this idiot. (laughs) So 616 doesn't even exist yet anymore. Uh, That one is just the comic main universe. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Because this is supposed to be a whole different thing. And the comics can be the same in the same multiverse as well. Marvel likes to hire people who aren't into the comics for the non creating comics roles, like Mm. the editors and the uh, uh, executives and stuff, because they, they feel like they have a wider view on the, you know, they won't be blinded by fanboyism. Right. So this was just someone who didn't know any better making random remarks on stuff. He's picked up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He probably Googled Marvel main universe (laughs) (laughs) all right uh so so this whole fight scene goes on we play it out it's fucking awesome i love seeing all three of these guys together and i really just love seeing the other two back and doing stuff um it really gave me hope that we might possibly see them in the future in their own movies if sony decides to do it because they Did you totally hear, can now. Uh, they were originally going to have a couple of credit scenes uh, different than what we had. One for each uh, Toby and one for Andrew. And they didn't film it. Oh, that would have been nice. See I them back in their own universe. That. Like Toby going back with uh, Kirsten Dunst. And then... Uh, uh, Andrew going Andrew back to nobody. <laughs> growing, yeah, going to nobody. <laughs> Or like taking some of their or finally uh, lessons they've learned. Well, maybe he finally finds his MJ because he doesn't have because we've only saw him with Gwen. And maybe now that he's seen this stuff and maybe he'll open up again. I'm so glad they didn't ruin the Andrew Garfield moment when he's talking about Gwen's death with Toby going. I knew a Gwen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The, it was, Yo, that uh, probably would have happened under Sony's watch. Oh yeah. <sighs> um. So, end fight scene. Everybody's cured basically, except for Goblin and Electro. Gets his shit cured by uh, Doc Ock. 
He like shows yeah, up. Doc comes everybody, to help. Everybody forgot. Oh shit. Yeah, he was cured. That's right. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, he's not a bad guy. He's just misguided. Yeah. Well, he was cured though in the in the yeah. apartment. So yeah, I know what I meant just in general, like the, like the demon in him or whatever. Whereas uh, Electro was like, no, this power feels amazing. I don't want to give it up. Yeah. Uh, Doc Which Ock I can was see more that. like, I can understand oh, that. I can finally think straight. Yeah. Um, we see a lot more of Ned using his portal powers and he can't close the portals, but he can open them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man, I really wish they would have kept going trying to find more Peters. <laughs> right. Peter Porker. Oh, if we would have gotten like a Roger Rabbit animated Spider-Man Peter Porker in this, that would have been awesome. At least for like two uh, seconds. I think it would have been too far. Two seconds, like open the portal and then you see him if looking would, and then he takes off. If they film that as an alternate joke take mm. and they like complete it as an extra for the DVD release, I would love that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so all the people are here cured except for Green Goblin. He shows up. Yes. Um, and, uh, oh, uh, the lizard goes through the portal after Ned, uh, which then we get a yeah. scene similar to when they fought in the library in his film. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that looks familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, no Stanley this time though, sadly. But once they're all cured, Green Goblin's there. And I didn't see a Stan Lee tribute. I was in this just movie. thinking that too. I must have missed it. I wonder where it's at. Oh, I'm fuck. definitely gonna keep an eye out for that. Damn. Um, so Green Goblin's there, they start fighting, and this is where you know Peter's like, fuck it, I'm gonna kill this dude. Oh, like our Peter, Tom. Colin. Yeah, Colin Peter. Is... They're all Peter. <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> Peter, what? He he's just like beating the shit out of him and 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 he literally even tells him no i'm gonna kill you <laughs> yeah. like we're not playing around i'm gonna kill you and you can see and, and i love that to- uh, toby is the one that stops him because yeah it's exactly what he was going to do at the end of his like he was pissed and beating the shit out of him like he mm. probably would have beat goblin to death if that he goblin hadn't set the glider into his own chest yeah yeah and and as soon as he g- grabbed it from peter because peter or holland was slamming uh, about to slam the glider into green goblin yeah and you get toby to stop him and and oh so just much emotion just look. in the eyes it was perfect and i knew what was gonna happen as he was like, sitting there and i was just like they're not gonna fucking and he gets stabbed and i about shit myself i'm like almost tearing up right now because i thought they killed toby spider-man right then and there i was like no fucking way did they do that how many people are going to be rioting right now if they fucking did that yeah oh shit but um yeah so garfield ends up tossing the potion or cure whatever and uh then he slams it into his neck really hard holland does 
ow, first off. But first off, ow. Second off, it looked like he slammed it really hard. That should have like just bust through his fucking body. But I guess well, he's he got was the enhanced. goblin. Yeah, he's got the goblin stuff. If he at wasn't that point. enhanced, that would have killed him. Oh yeah, he would have fucking busted his collarbone and everything. <laughs> um, uh, and then you get the William Defoe. What did I do? Yeah, and I love that because they they let you know earlier in this movie that the goblin takes over and he doesn't know what's happening. Yeah, which I don't know if they hinted towards that in the first one. I forget. In the first vaguely, movie. very vaguely. Like that's he, why. I, I, that's why I said knows. this one adds so much more context to that. Yeah. Especially at the end, you know, don't tell Harry. Right. Yeah. Um. Which also they the, so. Uh, all right, let's play this out, and then we'll go to that because there's some it, mm-hmm. something about the Goblin too. Um. So Spider Man's are all there. And Doctor Strange Toby's came back to leaning on Andrew. He's like, "You all right?" Yeah. Like, oh yeah, it happens a lot. I've been stabbed before. <laughs> Hurts. All right, you're in pain, aren't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's when uh, Holland says goodbye to them for the last time. Um, yeah. I did like the reaction to Doctor Strange when he first saw all three of them fighting. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Why aren't you here to help him?" Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, and we know one of them at least has a Doctor Strange in their universe. Yeah, one of them, men- I think it's Andrew, talks about magic is real here too. Okay, so then maybe both of them, because in Spider-Man 2, they mentioned Doctor Strange's name. Yeah, which, you but, know, he could just be an established surgeon for all we know. Tivis, don't yes. take this away from fans. <laughs> fans should know better. <laughs> with dealing with multiverse we got I wonder, loki i wonder if that's <laughs> that that uh sam raimi wanted to do a doctor strange because he's doing the new multiverse of madness sam raimi is and he also yep. is the one who tossed in doctor strange's name into that spider-man movie so i'm wondering if he just has is a big fan of doctor strange i could see it that'd be kind of cool yeah so Anyways, uh, we haven't talked about Strange at all this movie, but or this he's, you know discussion just, yet. He's not a lot of really people, in the movie. A, a lot of people he's are saying dick. that Strange was acting strange in this film, mm-hmm. and he was. I don't think so. I think he was acting different compared to his movie. But if we remember seeing him in in infinity war this is kind of how he acted in infinity war i was gonna say that like when he's being all you know uh cozy and cocky well not that but like i'm trying to think of the right word where he's like facing down dormammu and stuff Mm -hmm. you know he's he's a cocky asshole yeah and he gets away with it he wins because of that and like the whole fact that he's protecting the stone from Thanos and stuff, it's not because that's his duty. It's because he wants to feel important. And we're really seeing the side effect of him not having the stone, not see, not him not being Sorcerer Supreme. He's mm. just lost. So he's like, oh, I can help this kid. Yeah. And he overdoes it because he wants to feel important. I do think, though, too, him dipping on 
on uh, Holland and making him go out and do all this shit by himself, and then brings Scooby in do this shit. Then brings in two other kids, <laughs> high schoolers, to help him. I'm like, um, what? So, yeah. so there are parts where I'm kind of like, I don't believe Strange would do that. But then there are other things where I'm like, okay, I get that Strange did that. At the end here, when Strange does his last thing, and he like runs a tear down his eye or some shit, and he's cr- sad that he'll forget who Peter Parker is. Yeah, I don't believe that because he was going to forget him anyways. But in the first spell, and he didn't give a fuck, which is why I think that he might have ch- alteration. There. Yeah, but also nothing in this movie shows me the growth of Doctor Strange's character to where he would have that much emotion over Peter, you know, unless he saw that, you know, Peter, okay, he actually did good. He changed these people. He helped these people. We need him on our side. Yeah. But. He comes in and they're like, look, it's working. He's like, it is. Oh, yeah. God. oh wow. Yeah. So th- there's many different levels to that. Um, aspect of is Dr. Strange different. Everybody just wants to say it's Mephisto. That's all they fucking want, dude. Come on. If it's anyone, it's Strange Supreme. Which is it's it's not. Um Oh shit. I just had a fucking idea. Oh, we'll get into that after we're done talking about this. All right. Uh I, I um, love the fact how he uh Spider-Man ends up stopping Strange though with the uh the uh geometry in mm-hmm. the mirror world or mirror dimension. Yeah. Which Holy shit, I did not realize I missed the mirror dimension until we saw it in this film. <laughs> yeah. It's such a cool inception effect. Like He's trapped him in there, too. But yeah, then he he's like I, was, like, I was over the Grand Canyon for 12 hours. Yeah. Where have you been? You could have been helping us. <laughs> Which sets up that this movie only took place within a day or two. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, and the whole, uh, ah, shit. What was I saying? Yeah. Wong being source of Supreme that, uh, explains why he's in the Shang-Chi movie. Yeah. At the end of Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Sean-Chi. <laughs> yeah. That, that helps a lot more, um, to understand Context, that. Context, you know? Yeah. If you noticed in the background where Wong disappeared to, it's that training ground where Strange went to when he went to learn magic to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so well, that was nice seeing that again, too. And the one background he came from was uh, the house. Where, wait, that was just another part of the house they're in. He port- teleported from that house and that into the house. The fuck, it, it could be ass. another one of the uh, sanctuaries. Oh, it was the same damn house that Strange got his cape in, which was the house that he's in, isn't it? I think it's alluded to in the Doctor Strange movie that they're all like similar design. I'll I'll accept that for now. <laughs> okay um sanctorums that's what they are yeah they did fake us out because in the trailer 
uh, Wong used a line that's not in this movie. No, but it's reused in the Doctor Strange movie uh, trailer, trailer that follows. Right. So that wasn't in this. Um, he just said, leave him out of it. And oh, shit, dude, there's so much that I could like deep dive onto that's not even in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's in my head right now um, talking about it. But uh, so sh- at the end of the movie, the world is basically collapsing. The universes are collapsing into each other because uh, everybody. What happened? Oh, Green Goblin blew up the spell. So it yeah, got released. he put a, a bomb in the box somehow. Yeah. And it got released. So now the whole universe is fracturing. And you see shadows of like Rhino in the Rhino suit, Craven not the metal the one. There. Raven the Hunter. You see all these different Spider-Man I was villains. asking you last night if you think that monorail is in there. <laughs> Which I don't think it would be. Uh, I just it think seems- it'd be funny if you just see a giant train image. It seemed that a lot of these were just villains. Which is interesting. Yeah. Because yeah, it would have been nice I, to have I, seen like a Mary Jane in the clouds or, you know, something I'm like that. I'm very curious to uh, Scorpion was apparently in there, too. Yes. A lot of these are real vaguely shaped. So I can't wait for the home release where I could just frame pause. by frame, pause it and go through. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of them were the, like his main villains that we all know from mm-hmm. comics and cartoon or whatever. I think there was another image of a Doc Ock. Um, yeah. Maybe yeah. it was the other goblin coming in. <laughs> yeah, oh God. Where was uh, Topher Max Venom? You know. <sighs> no. Nobody wanted to see it. Again. No. <laughs> uh, um. So that's fracturing. Doctor Strange gets it somewhat. Tries to get it put back together. Uh, I wonder if everyone can see hard. what. Can everybody see what's going on in the world? Because if so, um, I'm assuming they all just forget about it. Yeah. Well, even if they don't, I mean, they just like a year before saw a giant cele- or a, yeah, celestial head in the sky. Yeah. So they're probably just used to this shit by now. <laughs> There should be so many cults for like doomsday and shit like that right now in this Thanos world. Thanos was right. Yeah. I, I You keep seeing that too. There has to be a group that forms for that, dude. Mm. There's gotta be. Um, oh, yeah. And, and basically to close up this fracture in the universe, uh, the only he way to, to do it is for everyone to forget who Peter Parker is. Release the original spell. And, and, well, this is just casting a new spell. Well, to do the original spell that was intended. Yeah. So everybody forgets. This is where the movie falls apart. Everybody in the universe, I guess. Is it the universe? They don't really explain. Um, Everyone. Everyone. Just everyone forgets who Peter Parker is. Uh, There's lots of issues with this. And lots of issues. Like, does it erase everywhere? his school records? <laughs> does Because we do see him with a GED book at the end. So his uh, scholarship to MIT is uh, yeah. probably gone. Well, he says, okay, so he says goodbye to Mary Jane and, or M- MJ, sorry, not Mary Jane. Uh, Michelle. Michelle. 
Jones Watson, uh, and then says goodbye to Ned, and then says, uh, and he says his goodbyes to the three Spider Men or the other two Spider Men, and everything like that. All the villains disappear. Everyone goes about their day. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. We're good. Spider Men guys, they give the peace sign to each other, <laughs> and they disappear. Um, and then that's it. We'll we'll get to the end as we get to the end. This spell is yeah. complete bullshit and shouldn't work because, as you said, does it erase Peter Parker? My question is, does it erase Peter Parker from every universe? Are those two Spider-Men going back to their universe <laughs> and being forgotten about? Like, fuck off. Like, what does this spell do? Because it, it's clearly making every villain that's coming here, coming to their universe, forget who Peter Parker is. Yeah. In their universes, even. So that would mean... They don't know who these other Peter Parkers are, too. That's really going to strain the already strained relationship between Toby and MJ. Right? But everyone's just going to forget who Peter Parker is in the entire multiverse, basically. And the way this is explained in the comic itself is it's just like a it's a blank. You're drawing a blank. You know, what yeah. happens to me constantly with words is, you know, it's there, but you can't bring it forward. Mm. And it's they don't even notice that it's a blank until someone points it out. It's right. just it's like they remember that stuff happened, but they can't recall specific, like all of this stuff with Ned and MJ. They know it happened. They just can't remember bits of it. Right. And they don't even think about trying to remember. So huh. I think that's where the spell could fall apart in the future is if someone, f- well, you know, she had them focus on it. She still is at the end of this. MJ is still wearing that necklace that necklace. Peter gave her. Yeah. So, which I think shows that she did care about Peter for Peter and not just Spider-Man. Right. So I, I think maybe something with the necklace might spring about that in her. Um, but you gotta think like nobody, none of the Avengers know who he is. Nobody. No. D- does that mean that Spider-Man was actually there to help in Endgame? Yeah, and Infinity Spider-Man War? was there. So Peter Spider-Man was, was still there, but Peter was not. Yeah. Does Doctor Strange remember anything? Because we're gonna uh, get to that according when we get... to the spell, but who knows? We're gonna get to that in his movie. Um, yeah. Hopefully. So. There's there's just so many issues with this one spell because it leaves you to wonder about these other universes. It leads you to wonder about everything that's happened. Uh, clearly, Aunt May was a real person, but nobody knew that this kid was related to her in any way. How did she die? Same way, I'm assuming, but why? She died helping Spider-Man. What about video footage? Video footage? because they all walk past happy's camera what about what about the 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 which i love by the way oh we didn't say enough about happy hogan and there's not much brief in this movie but he's great is that a mud man on my couch (laughs) you you guys gotta think oh there's so much video stuff out there of of uh, uh uh peter Peter and Spider-Man. What like, about that memorial they just built in their school? Is that just vanished? Right. 
or the news broadcasts and everything because yeah i, I don't it's, know it's how it definitely works because it's a gigantic forget, plot hole you can yeah. forget but there's that erase actual physical things there you know yeah it, like i said this is this is the worst part of the movie in my opinion is this damn spell and I think it's appropriate that it's not until the end that we deal with it because it gives them time to work their way out of this fucking hole they created. Uh, Which, But knows? in the meantime, we're just stuck sitting here stewing over it. Multiverse of Madness may fix everything. Who knows? It, it very much Or could. make everything and, even worse. <laughs> um because which is what we got after the credits instead of the usual and well, this is the second time they've done the trailer instead of a scene well after the f- the mid credit scene we get a scene which i want to get into because that one pissed me off too that continues from a scene from uh venom uh carnage let there be carnage let there be carnage which- just what it is Venom, Eddie Brock is, he's like, I'm in another universe. He's drunk. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm in a different universe. There's heroes here. There's a big oh, purple Venom guy is came ecstatic. down and they knocked everybody out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> Venom is ecstatic because he's like, I w- other heroes, I want to be a hero. He's yeah. like, let's go skinny dipping. <laughs> and then they disappear and they're like, no, I just got here, which is taken for many different ways. They just got into the MCU. Yeah. Uh, he literally just got there with, you know, physically, you know, mm. the character. Uh, as, and I'm just like, why did you fucking do that to begin with? So if people don't just leave di- him there. Well, if people didn't watch um, Venom Carnage uh, end credit scene, there's an end credit scene where Venom and Eddie are in the hotel room and they're just discussing shit. And uh he says something about that i don't remember what eddie wanted to know oh he said something about other universes and um venom's like oh i i can you know we're all a hive mind throughout the multiverse and everything like that so he connects to the hive mind which supposedly connects to the multiverse in doing so in that end credit scene they just shake and teleport basically into the same room but the tv's on and you get to see peter parker spider-man uh peter parker is spider-man or whatever jeez dog yeah and um and, and then that's how they end that scene there oh we gotta meet this guy or he looks cute or i think venom licks the screen or some shit yeah is what it was and, and so then you get this scene to complete that which still looks like they're in like Tijuana or wherever the hell they're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, so it, the whole hive mind multiverse aspect is relatively new. I wasn't mm. aware of it during either film mm. until after the fact. So it explains a lot. It does explain it. So for people that were asking, well, how was he even there? He didn't know who Peter Parker was. He didn't even have one in his universe. Well, he knew because of the hive mind, because somewhere, some venom knew or Topher some Mac. symbiote knew. Yeah. So you, you just take Topher Grace's venom knew who he was. Oh, Grayson. I keep calling him Topher Mac. Who the hell's that? Is that a name I made up? Singer, maybe? I don't know. Oh. Toby Mac is a singer. Yeah. I might be combining names. It's Topher Grace. 
Uh, so Eric that's how Foreman. he couldn't know who Peter Parker is, even though he himself doesn't know the symbiote hive mind does. And connecting to it is what brought them there because they did it probably at the same time the fucking spell happened, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Um, issue. They disappear, but a small piece of symbiote is left behind. Yeah. Issue. It's a fucking spell. It wouldn't leave a piece of freaking shit behind. It's not a teleporter, <laughs> dumbasses. I have a feeling feel- Sony was in charge of these uh, f- this after credit scene. <laughs> this was totally a Sony scene because it made no goddamn sense to the whole fucking story. Everything else disappeared. The fuck you talking about? Like, mm. okay, it didn't. It wouldn't fucking work, and they're not going to play on it anyways. That symbiote is not going to show up later. Well. And we do have it. Secret War coming up, which is when the Peter gets the symbiote in the comics. Yeah. Maybe. I Maybe. want the one where Doctor Doom just l- l- releases all the symbiotes on the New York and <laughs> says, no, you're not going on me. Fuck you. I'm stronger than you. You'll make me weak. <laughs> That's the yeah. one I want them to adapt. What was that? Uh, Venom Wars or some shit like that? Not Venom oh, or God, Symbiote I don't Wars. Even remember. I forget what that was called. Speaking of Doom, though, the director of these this trilogy of Tom Holland movies mm-hmm. will be directing Fantastic Four. Oh. So I'm excited for that. The Symbiote War. Yeah. War of the Symbiotes. Or Symbiote War, as they said in the first Venom movie, which is an annoying way to pronounce it. Symbiote. Well, maybe, uh, yeah. So that was Spider-Man. And then, yeah. uh, uh, final thoughts on the movie. I love the fucking movie. I love the nostalgia Dude, it's of so it. It's so fucking good. I love the emotions, the, everything. Uh, and I cried uh, during this movie a couple of times. So fuck off. One of the things <laughs> I think makes it work more than the other movies that have so many characters uh-huh. They skip the origins. They just assume you know these characters yeah. and go right into it. This and I is think that's what you have to do. This is definitely a movie made for comic book movie watchers. Yes. I won't say comic book wa- readers, but comic book movie watchers. Because they know I, I, if you've seen the Tom Holland shit, you've probably seen these other Spider-Mans. Yes. Oh, yeah. And... I mean, it's so good. The only only points I have to take off of it is that it is, again, as I just said, it assumes you've seen those other films, which Mm. you really should before going into this, because it adds just so much. Yeah. And this in return adds a lot to those. I'm looking forward to going rewatching these movies now. Yeah. And I can't stand the amazing Spider-Man movies. So before we get into that trailer that showed up. Yes. Um, little nice thing here, possibly for my head canon. At least next time I go and watch all the movies. Was it Rogers the Musical Billboard? No. Which um, I forgot to bring up. Which is in Hawkeye. Yeah. Which fucking hell? Okay, here let me talk about that real quick. We finished Hawkeye, and then there was that end credit scene that was literally the whole Rogers play. I was like, 
this is it. Like I wait, I watched the whole thing waiting for some, I was so happy about that. I I was like waiting for something to happen or like, you know, for another Avenger to be in the audience or like anything like you could have had cap in the fucking audience. (laughs) Like old man cap Cap is dead. Apparently he is not dead. They are fucking crazy. I would love to see old man cap back in the cap suit, like in the comics. Bro, I'm telling you, I think Falcon and Winter Soldier made it sound like he's dead. Yeah, well, they also made it sound like everybody was a dumbass. <laughs> so, anyways, oh god, you gotta watch the making of that show. It's everything they're so excited about is what failed. <laughs> anyways, with with the Spider-Man stuff, so in Spider-Man Two, Doc Ock. Uh, in in this movie, anyways, Spider Man or Doc Ock says, "Oh, I got pulled out when I had Spider Man by the by his neck." Mm-hmm. Assuming that's when they go back, maybe that's why in Spider Man Two, Doc Ock's personality changes. I mean, if that's true, then why didn't any of the personalities change it into the other movies? Watch, watch this now. Now in Spider Man, when um, when Green Goblin was fighting. Spider-Man, he was taken away. And he gets put back. And that's when he gets hit with the glider. That's He doesn't talk with the freaking goblin face when he says, uh-oh. And then asks in his normal voice. He's not the goblin anymore. He asks, you know, make sure Harry doesn't know about any of this. Maybe he got put back. <laughs> I can do this. Okay. I can Ex- keep doing it. The only explain one I Electro and Lizard then. Lizard, he just gets put back right when he was peeling back out of his fucking skin. So wouldn't he have he been taken as he was coming out of his skin? He goes to jail. Anyways. No, that one doesn't work at no, all. A lizard. Okay, so Lizard in his movie got taken we don't know when he got oh is he got taken before he gets turned back into yeah human so if that's the case he goes back and he's just that morphing is just him being human now so he got stuck with another cure yeah why not i don't the only one i that... can explain is electro and sandman because we never see sandman human again Although it we doesn't don't, work. although we don't know when Sandman was taken because he never says that he was taken during one of the movie stuff. It's after Spider Man Three. We know that because yeah. he's friendly with Spidey already. Right. He says, "Remember me." So yeah, no. So I don't know that one. Electro, Electro is the one I'm not sure we could explain away with that because he just no, gets you can't. You can't explain the, any of them away. I They're all just the gonna die two. again. The, all of their efforts are in vain. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Fate, as we hear in Doctor Strange's trailer, fate, sir. It doesn't matter how much you change. Fate has your back. I I acknowledge your headcanon and I throw it away. (laughs) The first two are good. Come on. Those ones make sense. They're all right, but uh, I said I like to think that they are happier endings for all. (laughs) 
but they're all talking about they got swept away right before they died anyways you're telling me yeah. that's not gonna happen anyway in the heat like well, no they created par- uh, more doc, branches of universes doc ock literally has to still drag his machine into the water oh yeah he's gonna die regardless so <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no saving him they took him at the worst time uh, and Green Goblin is literally going to get hit by his blaster. Not necessarily. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm telling you, man, watch those with that thought process in mind. At least those two. At least those two. The third like I one, said, I'll acknowledge your headcanon, <laughs> but I am throwing it away. <laughs> oh, you suck. <laughs> and I just, I just realized now that they took one villain from each movie. How did yeah. it take me that long to realize that? <laughs> oh, shit. I wonder if the only reason they brought Electro in was to... Uh, they didn't want the Goblin, dude. Well, not only that, but to get redeem the character look and feel... And everything yeah. for Jamie Foxx. Oh, too. I loved how they gave him the 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 light turning into his comic mask. Oh yeah, on the set, yeah, it was pretty cool. Did you like that they gave him like the fireman's uniform, <laughs> the electrical uniform, or whatever it was? See, that one is a bit weird because that's more Shocker, which we already saw Shocker. We saw we saw two Shockers. Homecoming, two of them. Yeah, one of them got blasted, and the other one. Was a uh, shocker for a while. I don't know what did he get arrested or die? The other guy, dude. Shocker was like one of my favorites. Uh, I think Vulture up. killed him because yeah. he was telling Vulture they needed to stop, and Vulture's like, "Nah." Hmm. Must be on the plane or something. Don't unplug my headphones. But yeah, I, I, so Shocker was one of my favorites just because of the suit. This kind of uh, explains a little bit of the upcoming Spider-Man animated show that's going to be on Disney Plus. Okay. The uh, the fact that it's the hand drawing type style. It's him writing down his history. So there's some record of it. Like the the Peter Parker thingy. The, the Spider-Man freshman year or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be. It's supposed to be Tom Holland, Spider-Man writing down his accounts of everything. Well, I mean, it makes the it's the trailer they have. It looks like it's very hand drawn Uh and they're going for like the original comic type aesthetic for the animation. So I, I think this makes sense. It's him after the spell creating a. Uh. Some kind of uh, record of okay. his events. Gotcha. All right. So it's just a little in-universe explanation. Uh, one last thing, too, on the Spider-Man movie, for me anyways. Um, well, two. One is just a comment. This, uh, they also show him go back to MJ and Ned, see how happy they are. See, he hurt See the her, wound on her head. And then he backs away and doesn't uh, bring up who he is, try and, try and convince her or anything because he doesn't want to put her in danger again, which is yeah. a nice little touch. They didn't say that, but you understand why, especially if you know any Spider-Man stuff like that. Um, next thing, what did you think about the new suit? 
we are getting or got at the very end of this. The first time we see this Peter Parker sewing a suit together. Oh, I thought you meant the. No, 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 not that one. The 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 oh. one that he wears at the end that he actually made himself. Uh, that's I not it was sweatpants. Cool. <laughs> um, it's a bit weird that it's so brightly blue, but I think it looked really good. It's very shiny, very shiny uh, fabric for sure. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna have trouble moving around at night. In the shadows. Yeah. What did you think about his outfit? He turned inside out. <laughs> the black. One. I It was kind of ingenious. Yeah. I was like, okay. And, and, and so many, I know so many people bought the action figure of that one thinking it was like this totally rad, like stealth suit or some shit. And, uh, <laughs> and cat. <laughs> You got attacked by a cat. <laughs> and, and on all of this is a freaking suit turned inside out. So that was funny. Yeah. Um, do you want to discuss any of the trailer? The um, Doctor Strange trailer. It really looks like Strange is going to get a similar comeuppance in his film. Like. At least the way they're alluding to it, obviously, you know, it's a Marvel trailer. They always hmm. put shit in there to be red herrings, but right. It it looks to me as of right now that like you fucked with the universe. There's repercussions. Right. And I know a lot of people probably think it's based on him fucking with the Spider-Man stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's it. I think it's exactly how we saw shit go down in in what if with him where he creates an alternate timeline by splitting off again. Hmm. So maybe I don't know. And then a part of me kind of is like, well, what if he did that for Spider-Man? That's all in his own universe now. <laughs> We're still good over here. That would piss so many fucking people off, by the way. I don't know if that one works. <laughs> But no, like I, I feel in his movie because you see him at a wedding. It's not with him and it's his his girl. And you see you actually see if you pay attention to the trailer, like I've watched the trailer a few times now that it's online and everything. There's more than one. There's, or I should say there's more than two Doctor Stranges in this trailer. You have yeah. our strange. You have. Strange, Strange Supreme, Supreme, and there's a couple others like hidden in there, and uh, so I'm wondering if. So it's... you think he's going to be having a council of strangers? Oh yeah, kind of like the Council of Wells. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering if he's going to be. Well, I mean, it's multiverse of madness. So of course, he's going to other universes. I wonder oh, if... if we get Brother Voodoo. Ooh, oh. I would love that, dude. Give me, <laughs> give me that. Um, I, I'm curious if Loki shows up though. Yeah, that's uh, especially with them the having is... having a past together already. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, oh no, this Loki didn't have a past with him. No, so, that's oh, true. Dang. Okay. But yeah, I wonder if Loki shows up. Uh. And everything else, so we well, could have some fun with it. Regular Loki didn't really have a past with him either. He died before Infinity War. 
Mm, remember, they get to Earth. Remember Thor Ragnarok? Oh, that's true. Yeah, he <laughs> locked him away. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that's that's the, the history they have together, is him getting thrown down a portal. If, I've been falling right. for half an hour. Yeah. But I can also see that being how Loki gets into the timeline again and all that shit like that, too. Mm. Um, if we're not, I know they're doing another season of Loki, but yeah. I, bro, I don't even know where they're going to go with it. No. And we also have Ant-Man, which is also <laughs> going to be dealing with multiverse. I thought that's the quantum realm. Wow. There's a lot of rumors about the quantum realm right now. That might be where the TVA is. Right. Um, because it definitely looks like when they time traveled in Endgame, they went through the quantum realm. Well, they did. It's quantum time travel, is what they yeah, called it. So people are thinking that that the the way the MCU is setting it up, the quantum realm might be part of the Nexus. Hmm. That would make sense because it's the safest and only way to actually time travel without going to a different timeline is what the quantum realm travel would do. Speaking of Loki, I loved the continuity with the effect of where they broke the timeline. It looked exactly like where that rock of what is, I want to call it the rock of eternity, but that's Shazam's thing. Yeah. Uh, I know the ending to Loki. <laughs> yeah. That was really cool. Um, yeah. So I'm just, I'm interested to see when this movie comes out, Dr. Strange, we got what another half a year still. So that movie, I think it's uh, like. Let's see, I got it right here. One, two, three, three or four months. Um, as of recording, hundred and twenty-one days. So May, the first, uh, the first Friday of May. Okay, so it's still a little bit out. Um, I know. I got to delay Morbius again. Morbius just got pushed back again, for which. What universe does this fucking movie take place in? That's all I want to know. It, it's gonna. We got. It, Venom reference. We got Tobey Maguire Spider Man. We have Amazing Spider Man Daily Bugle. We have Spider Man the Murderer. Murderer from Toby or Tom Holland. They don't know what anything is anymore, man. I think they're just throwing I, this everything. This is so in frustrating. There. They're throwing it all in there. JJ is going to be in there too, right? I don't know. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> That movie has got me lost already. I just, I kind of want to just see it to understand where it takes place at. Honestly, I'm sure it's not going to be great, but God, I'm so frustrated with what the fuck is going on. You have Vulture in it. Ooh, unless Vulture's in it. I forgot about him. What if they did a deal with DC, Sony and DC, and it's not Vulture, it's Bruce Wayne. Uh, Yeah, good luck. W can't even figure out their own shit. You think they're going to let someone else do it? Fucking Flash fucked up. He put me in the wrong universe. <laughs> oh, that, that, yeah, all right. That'd be funny. <laughs> See, you got a flashpoint. Oh, the flashpoint reference in this, just so Marvel could be like, ah, we did it first for yeah. once. Yeah. That was awesome. Because <laughs> DC is always rushing to beat them at everything. Turning, uh, when is the Flash movie coming out? Is it not for another uh, as of year right or so, now, right? November. Oh, shit. Okay. I thought it was first for Friday like in November. Year. Um, nope. Well, we'll see. Yeah. 
And then uh, last, last but not least, I guess, Hawkeye to end the year of last year. Uh, I watched it all in like two days, two, three days. Uh, it's only six episodes. Uh, what were your thoughts on it, dude? Dude, that show is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I know you kept getting on me to watch it, so I ended up watching it after vacation. Yeah, after we met for the first time <laughs> in person. Uh, dude, I loved it. I love the street level. It, I've been missing that so much, like more than I realized. Mm. Please don't break anything. <laughs> uh, and the kingpin my King. complaint how they utilized him but I think there's going to be more in the future yeah uh, the fact that Vincent D'Onofrio that's the actor right yes Vincent D'Onofrio yeah. alright cool I pronounced him right uh, he's he's saying that uh, he wanted it to be play, like his the way he went about the performance he wanted it to be a seamless transition from the Daredevil shows to this. Mm-hmm. Like he wants no discrepancies. And uh, uh, my my confusion was the Hawaiian shirt he was wearing. But apparently uh, Ian, who I'm not even going to attempt the last name of our previous guest from Comic Geek Speak, he posted the the image of it from the comics. And I was like, Oh, that explains so much. <laughs> Cause I'm not used to Kingpin wearing Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. I, I was a little, uh, <laughs> confused by that, but I also, uh, I think it was my wife was saying something about, um, uh, why he's like, cause we were talking about him because he's kind of like low level almost in this move, in this show. Even though he's not, but he's like meeting in these weird little places and shit like that. He didn't seem upper class kingpin that we last saw him. So, but when we. I, the, I saw some speculation on that, that they think he might have been uh, snapped as well. I'm not saying blip. Fuck you. <laughs> well, actually, he might have been snapped and is trying to rebuild his that's, empire. That's what I said. I think like he probably got snapped away and because of. Well, no, he couldn't have. Because he told Ronan. He told Ronan where the girl's dad was at. He was the one there. That's so he true. Was there, yeah. yeah, he couldn't have been. So so my thought is he used during the snap. He might the have. The vacuum, the power vacuum. The what? Because Ronan, like how many of those, you know, heads yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People disappeared, Ronan killing people left yeah. and right. I there think, was probably a huge power vacuum. Right. I, that's what I think is where where Kingpin did because you clearly see Hawkeye scared of him. He didn't want to yeah. fuck with him. So, well, did you see when he, that he introduced that guy to his car door? Yeah. <laughs> so I like um, assume like Ronan killing off all these people just left all these spots open and kingpin just took over and you know he's not doing the high class stuff he was doing it, it seems like he doesn't give a shit about his love interest from the show um, i don't recall vanessa. what happened with vanessa yeah i don't recall everything that happened with uh, that. i know she left overseas mm, that's what it was because he was in jail right he was yeah, in at the jail. end of daredevil he's back in jail yeah so he must have got out during the snap I'm assuming which Daredevil season three 
probably the best of the Netflix seasons, by the way. If you stopped at two for whatever reason, go watch three, please. Please with Bullseye, right? Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, we plan on going back and rewatching Daredevil, especially after seeing Spider-Man with Daredevil in it, mm. Hawkeye with Kingpin. I think yeah. they did a really good job, too, of like like I said earlier, of lining these two shows up with kind of dealing with somewhat of the same stuff in a way. Um, but also you have you introduce Kingpin and then the next day you dropped Spider-Man and Daredevil's yeah. in it. So and it's not even like they had Kingpin in there. They just had a picture of him in the one episode right before Spider-Man came out. Yep. So it was also nice to see that they still kept with like they're still building Kingpin's power levels up in this in Hawkeye's show, which was really cool because you got to see he fucking ripped the car door right off, dude. Like he didn't give a shit. And then he got shot with an arrow. He's like, nope. (laughs) Well, I mean, he's had to deal with Daredevil doing how much shit. He's probably got like stuff underneath his suit. Well, he's also supposed to be just big and muscular too. Yeah. Like superhuman almost. So I'd like to see him do a spider in a Spider-Man movie. I really would. Tiny tangent. Yeah. Uh, Did you see what Morbius's new release date is? No. April 1st. (laughs) <laughs> so it's not coming out <laughs> no, no it's not Morbius has bitch. become the new new mutants it, this movie is going to take seven years to come out because it was uh, supposed to come out right before COVID closed everything down right yeah that year it was supposed to be like seven or uh, six months straight of one comic book related movie a year, uh, month yeah and, and that it was, was that was supposed to be the end movie in uh, July of 2020. And that was three years ago now. Two years ago. Two years ago. A year and a half. Yeah, it's crazy. But uh, I, the whole fact that we hear the gunshot with Echo and Kingpin, like you know, he's not dead. They cut away for a reason. If you yeah. don't see them die on screen, kind of like Steve Rogers, but. Clearly, they they want us to think he's dead Uh, until they want to use him again. Yeah, I I think he's going to play a big role in the Echo spinoff. Maybe because in the comics, Echo actually blinds Kingpin. Wait, is it blind or deafen? She might deafen him. Blinds. Okay, it is blind. Blinds. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with it, with, where they take the character next. And mm-hmm. D'Onofrio seems like he's really into the character. And oh, he's yeah, never he given he's a bad performance. He's been campaigning harder so. than the fans. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe he just likes to have a bald head. Uh, <laughs> he's not really bald either. That's a sad thing. He's so good in the role. Yeah. Like and he is Kingpin personified. Like he's just a no, great no, actor, dude. Like he's if people haven't seen like oh you take his Kingpin role and then you go and watch him in Jurassic World and he's a total douchebag in that. You don't then you don't see them as the same person. Like and that's mm. a sign of a good actor, I feel. 
Whereas the rock, I it's the fucking rock. Like I know, oh, you're the same dude. Even in Jungle Cruise, you were the same fucking dude. <laughs> like Michael Clark Duncan, I loved his performance, mm. but holy shit, Vincent D'Onofrio just nails it. Well, D'Onofrio is also on the side of comic book stuff to where mm-hmm. the writing was better for him. They actually developed the characters a little bit better, especially yeah. with his long form of, you know, on TV. Cause he was in all three seasons, right? Or was it just two? I think it was two seasons. He had a brief appearance in season two. Yeah. Uh, when uh, Punisher goes to jail, he's like briefly seen. And he was in season one then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. He's the main villain of season one and three. Yeah. And then he gets Punisher the fuck out of prison because he doesn't want Punisher in the prison with him. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Nobody wants Punisher in the prison. I I laughed my ass off when we were watching that. I was I looked over at my wife. I was like, you know, he's only fucking doing that because he doesn't want to deal with him. Right. Like he doesn't care about helping him. He just doesn't want him in there because he knows he'll kill everybody. (laughs) Oh god, these shows are so good. I I need to go back and rewatch the Punisher ones too. Um uh, uh I think I'm done, man. I think I'm good. Yeah, I got to start uh, wrapping up here. One last thing on the Spider-Man that I found really cool was when Strange pushed Peter Parker's essence out of his body. Yes. And his I'm uh, I'm assuming spider we're sense. alluding to the spider, the spider sense. tingle. Peter tingle. <laughs> So that was kind of cool because Strange is like, you shouldn't be able to do that. (laughs) So uh, it would be cool to explore that more. And it would have been cool to explore Ned's uh, powers a little bit more, but we might not. You know, the Hobgoblin thing was kind of alluded to again when he's talking to uh, uh, Toby's Peter. He's like, oh, yeah, I had a best friend once. Yeah. Then he died after trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I'm just going to go over here then. <laughs> and Garfield was like, dude, no. <laughs> so depressing. <laughs> it, or no, it was very tragic is what Toby said. And he yeah. says it in like this mo- like perfect like stance. He doesn't show emotion really or anything. And it's just like, wow. <laughs> Dude, these actors must have had so much fun doing this movie, man. God, so I had much. fun watching this. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. And and, and like I said, it's it's not a perfect film, but it's it's really entertaining to watch for sure. Oh, uh, the good way outweighs the bad. Yeah. Especially for fans, I think, too. If if oh, you're yeah. not a fan of the other shit or Spider-Man in general, you probably won't have as much fun. But. No. If you're not a fan of Spider-Man, avoid this movie. Right. Because there's a lot of it. Of any (laughs) Spider-Man. So, all right. Well, with that said, dude, how did you enjoy today's episode of Operation Babble? I liked it. Good, good. My quote for the day comes from Spider-Man No Way Home. And it's really a quote that I can live by because... uh, I I expected to be disappointed in this movie and um I was not disappointed in this movie. So uh when MJ said this quote, this is a quote from MJ, Mary or no, Michelle Jones Watson uh in Spider-Man No Way Home. 
Oh, it is as follows. And thank you guys for listening today. And if you uh, want to leave us some reviews, comments, all that fun crap everywhere that you listen. Tivis? Wait, did you do the quote? No, not yet. Okay. I'm like, did I just blank out? I'm, what the I'm hell ending, is happening? I'm ending on the quote, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you, uh, you had a mini stroke. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, I seriously panicked. Like, did I just black out? <laughs> <laughs> Holy right. shit. Well, if you guys want to contact us, we're on all the so- or the social media, Twitter, Facebook, uh at Operation Babble, and you can reach us at Operation Babble at Outlook.com um to let us know how we're doing and leave us some comments and reviews and likes, dislikes, all that crap. You got something else? And uh next week is it a big week for DC as Superman and Lois season two, Naomi and Peace Walker come out. Fun. Awesome. Peacemaker. 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 Uh, with that said, my quote is from Spider-Man No Way Home by MJ. If you expect disappointment, then you can never really get disappointed. Later. It's true. It's damn true. <laughs> Later. Later. You just finished another great episode of Operation Babble. You can catch every episode of Operation Babble on all your audio streaming services, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Operation Babble. And join the conversation today by searching for the Operation Babble group on Facebook. Links also in the description. Thanks and have a great day.